Welcome to the Warrior Families Movement, where we learn how to create lives and homes in which you and your family are all passionately engaged in using your gifts and the fight for good. I'm your host, Karen Bates, and I'm excited to journey with you as we learn to let go of the weights of distraction, perfectionism, comparison, and control so we can freely walk with courageous purpose and loving presence on our unique paths. Each episode is designed to shine light on a step you can take toward your inspired dreams and vision for lifting your family and lighting the world. Hey, welcome to the first Warrior Highlight episode of our podcast launch. I decided to start off with a bang and introduce you or better acquaint you with one of the greatest people I know. She has impacted my priorities, the way I teach my children, the way I mentor, and even what I focus on in life through her work. And I know that she has impacted many others in the same way because every time I read a comment on Facebook where someone is feeling overwhelmed or inadequate, there will be someone who recommends Marlene Peterson's free introductory course on her Well-Educated Heart website. And I'm excited for them because I know that they'll find the peace and direction they're looking for there. Um, The first time I met Marlene was at a homeschool conference over 10 years ago. She was one of the speakers there, and she was just barely starting to get her message out about the power of stories and art in educating our children's hearts. And so I went into her classroom, and there were very few people in there with me because most people hadn't heard of her yet. And as she started to speak, I remember wanting to put her on pause and running out to the hall and telling everyone to get in there because it was exactly what all of us needed to hear. And my life has never been the same after that. I have clung to everything that she does, that she says, and that she shares, even if it's just like a comment on Facebook, because I always know it's going to be worth reading or listening to. You know, even my kids all love and recognize her beautiful voice from all the stories that she has read us in her audio library. And my shelves are full of the stories she has compiled into books that are on her Libraries of Hope website. So if you've read my book, you'll see that I reference her often. And if you've been in my program, you know that we use her stories in many of the leader highlights that go with each unit to see each principle in action in real life. I can't begin to tell you how grateful I am for this woman's love, diligence, and willingness to step out of her comfort zone and use her unique gifts to do her part with diligence and a willing heart. And now we get the privilege of hearing a little about how she got started on her path and what motivates her to keep going and how she's able to do so much. Here are her words. Thank you, Karen, for inviting me to be part of the launch of your new podcast. I was asked what nudged me to start my work with Libraries of Hope and the Well-Educated Heart, and I would say it was restlessness. I've always been restless where education's concerned. I felt like something was missing. So we explored a lot of options when my kids were growing up. And then, as my youngest was getting ready to leave home, a friend asked if I would like to help her with a project. She had adopted a little school in the slums of Nairobi, Kenya, and as I looked into the faces of those little kids as she showed me their pictures, that restlessness returned big time. Many of these children were orphans. They came to school hungry to learn, but they had empty bellies. Preparing them for college and careers hardly made sense for these children who, you knew, many wouldn't even make it to adulthood. What could we give them to bless their lives in the here and now? 
You know, we throw around the idea that education is vital for success in life, but I really started asking the question, but what does that mean? What is the purpose for education? And then that restlessness made me refine my question. What I wanted to know was, what is God's purpose for education? And what do his methods look like? I knew that if we could find the answers to those questions, and then we aligned ourselves with those truths, then applied what we learned, then we would surely bless the lives of these children. That restlessness started me on a path nearly 20 years ago that has taken me places I could never have imagined and is what caused Libraries of Hope to be born, which in turn gave a home to the well-educated heart philosophy of learning. I've been taking harp lessons from a teacher who's teaching me how to use music in therapeutic settings, and I thought what she taught me a few days ago in my last lesson applies very well to this idea of restlessness and finding resolution. She told me to not worry about making mistakes as I play, because resolution is almost always just a note away. You know when you played a wrong note because you feel that grating dissonance and you seek for that note that feels grounded and in harmony. Well, in a similar way, the world is full of things needing resolution, isn't it? A lot of wrong notes out there are being played. It is that restlessness that has always brought progress as we seek the correction. So I would say don't curse the darkness. It may be the very thing that will cause us to do something really extraordinary. Isn't that what we're here for? To bring the world into perfect harmony? We each have a part to play. Then I was asked, what motivates me to do the work I'm doing? And I think that can best be answered by a story you are likely familiar with. One day, a man was walking along the beach when he noticed a boy picking something up and gently throwing it into the ocean. Approaching the boy, he asked, what are you doing? The youth replied, throwing starfish back into the ocean. The surf is up and the tide is going out. If I don't throw them back, they'll die. Son, the man said, don't you realize there are miles and miles of beach and hundreds of starfish? You can't make a difference. After listening politely, the boy bent down, picked up another starfish, and threw it back into the surf. Then, smiling at the man, he said, I made a difference for that one. Love is the reason I do what I do. I get overwhelmed if I stand back and look at all the millions of starfish on the shoreline, and then I start to doubt my work. But every time I see that something I have done has brought a little joy into someone's life, it keeps me going. If I can benefit only one person, and sometimes that may be only me, then it's worth my efforts. Everything I teach are things that have brought me great joy. And when you find something like that, you just naturally want to share it with others, don't you? Finally, I was asked about a habit that allows me to work within my guiding motive. I'm not sure if this answers the question or not, but I'm often asked how I get so much done. And my answer is always, I don't have kids at home anymore. Seriously. But they did prepare me for my work now. We have nine children within an 11-year span. 
I, by necessity, learned to multitask, to deal with constant disruptions, to not get ruffled, to work through challenges, to work long hours without the need for recognition or pats on the back. There is a time and season for everything, and had I given the level of attention required of me now when my children were home, I would truly have been neglectful of that which was most important to me. Even now, my work can easily overtake my life, and I constantly have to seek for balance and make sure I am making time for my relationships and the things that matter most in life. There is one habit that has really helped with that. You've probably seen the object lesson of the jar with the sand and the rocks. If you place the sand in the jar first, there's no room for all the rocks. But if you put the rocks in first, the sand fills up the spaces around them, and they all fit in the jar. I have a big calendar on my desk, and every night before I go to bed, I consider what are the rocks I need to take care of the next day, and I write them down on that date. So when I wake up in the morning, my mind is already focused on those most important things. And as I take care of those first, I have found there is room for the sand. Like Goethe taught, things that matter most must never be at the mercy of things that matter least. That is a principle I constantly try to adhere to. Karen, thanks again for the invitation to share a few thoughts with your listeners and best wishes as you continue your vital work of strengthening homes and families. Thank you so much, Marlene, for taking the time to share your wise words with us. I hope you all now see why I love and admire the sincere, humble, visionary woman and her incredibly loving heart, which moves her to seek and do her part in making the world a better place for the rest of us. You can find her compilation of the best stories, art, audio library, and free courses on her website, welleducatedheart.com. I highly recommend you try her free introductory course and her mother's university. I promise that if you do, your life and your family's life will be so much more meaningful, beautiful, and focused. Thanks again, Marlene. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Will you please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends so that we can grow this warrior family movement and encourage one another in using our unique gifts in the fight for good. And if you'd like to know more about the Warrior Journey program, the events, the school, or any other resources, please visit awarriereducation.com. And I'll see you there.